Make your plans now to join us for the G3 National Conference, September 30th through October 2nd, as we'll gather for Christian fellowship and the worship of God through song and the preached word. Our theme for the 2021 conference will be centered on biblical Christology. You can find registration details at g3men.org. Get 15% off by mentioning code G3BAR. That's G3BAR. Yo, welcome to the bar. Come on and pull up a seat. And open up your Bible, what a wonderful feast The living bread and we're discussing what it means for the streets The inner cities and the burbs and every person we meet It's where we challenge worldviews that we hear from world news In light of the scripture, we are here to serve you We're your source for resources To help you on your way as you battle mean forces This is for the people who can see the importance Of sound theology and the scripture that support it And this is for the truth lovers Biblically reforming, preaching Christ to the nations Yeah, welcome to the modern the Reformation, yeah. The Bar, Biblical and Reformed. Welcome everybody to The Bar. It's your boy, Dwayne in the building. Right back in here, another Tuesday. Super excited, as always, to be coming through your speakers, through your earbuds, wherever you listen to The Bar. We're grateful that you are listening. And like I do every week, I bring you an awesome guest. This awesome guest, I have to shout out the ladies at Women's Hope podcast. Those ladies had this guest on and uh, we were excited to to listen and I had a really good time. I said, man, I, I want to bring Ray on my show. So uh, with that being said, I have on none other than my brother Ray. How you doing today? I'm doing great, Dwayne. How are you doing? Oh, Thanks man. for having me on. <laughs> I'm doing wonderful, man. Wonderful. I appreciate you taking time out of your, your busy uh, schedule to come on my show. And I love to start the show off by allowing you to introduce yourself. I know Women's Hope did this beautiful introduction for you, but I, I think nobody can tell it better than you, man. So you got the floor to do that right here. Uh, well, uh, thank you. Uh, well, my, my name's Ray. I'm married to Lori. Uh, we're on our 34th year, 34 years in this coming up August. Six daughters. Uh, so you know what to pray for now. Six daughters, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, two son-in-laws, another son-in-law coming soon, and uh, five grandbabies and a, another grandbaby coming soon. Uh, pastor for uh, thirty plus years. Uh, speak at with uh, itinerant ministry, preaching and teaching with Nourished in the Word Ministries, and uh, the privilege of writing for Moody. Two books now, Susie. The Life and Legacy of Susanna Spurgeon, and the new book, Yours Till Heaven, The Untold Love Story of Charles and Susie Spurgeon. Nice, nice. Beautiful, <laughs> man. You got six girls. Whew. <laughs> I'm broke, man. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. I, I have three. I'm, 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 half, I'm, I'm half staff. I got three. Uh, but I also have one boy, so that's the... You know, we got to stick together because even the dog is a girl. So, you know, we're, <laughs> we're, out, we're outnumbered. Uh, so that's that's well, beautiful. Well, you're a young guy, so you got plenty of time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, plenty of time to get broke, like you said. <laughs> nice, man. So, man, I want to jump in. Um, uh, you know, you mentioned um, being a pastor. Um, one, one demographic to my listening audience is... Uh, you know, we have a lot of local pastors and I want to start there. I know most people jump right to the book, man, but I, I want to start with just the pastorate. Um, what, what, uh, is this a plant? Did you take over? Uh, tell me a little bit a bit about how you got there and, and, and doing that. Yeah. I've pastored three other churches prior to this one. And we planted this church around 17 years ago. 
So I've been here quite a while now, and God willing, this is where I'll I'll end. It's a very sweet congregation. We're located in Dawsonville, Georgia, about an hour due north of Atlanta. Uh, Grace Community Church is the name of our church. Awesome. That's beautiful. That is beautiful. Yep. I appreciate you uh, telling us that. So just, just kind of, again, on that same stream of uh, during the plant, because, you know, again, uh, p- planting a church seems to be like, you know, kind of the hip thing to do. Uh, and I'm sure you didn't do it for that reason. What were some of your original challenges uh, during a church plant in in the South? I mean, I'm in North Carolina. You're in Georgia. We know everybody in the South is already saved. So uh, <laughs> t- tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think sometimes uh, uh, a person can have romantic, uh, sort of a romantic mindset about church planting. Right. You know, we're going to build it. Folks are going to come. They're going to love me and everything's going to be great. Right. But the reality is uh, church planting is very, very difficult. Uh, in our setting, we started from scratch, mm-hmm. literally from scratch. There was no uh, there was no uh, group of people that came and helped to plant this. Uh, we just started meeting people. We started a home Bible study. Uh, that developed over time to meeting on Sundays. Uh, we met on Sunday nights for a long time. I was preaching somewhere else on Sunday mornings. I, I was all over the place preaching. I tried to get back on Sunday nights to preach. Uh, and so it was just really God adding one family at a time. Wow. Uh, so, some uh, via baptism, uh, they had come to know Christ and others who were, had just moved to the area and were looking for a, a church. Uh, we threw up a, a webpage and, and got listed on several sites, the sort of church that we are, uh, God-centered and expository preaching, those sorts of things. And, you know, folks gravitated to that. Uh, we still feel like a new church after all these years. <laughs> right. uh, and there's still, uh, we don't have our own building. We rent a facility. Uh, so that's always challenging. Where are you going to meet? How are mm-hmm. you going to meet? When are you going to meet? <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, yeah, it's, it's you know like the old Field of Dreams movie. Uh, you build it, and they'll come. It's, right. Uh, that's that's a romantic idea that's usually not uh, based in reality at all. Nice. So it's a lot of hard work, a lot of prayers. Yeah. And uh, and really, the, the God has blessed us over the years. We uh, it's been slow growth. You mm-hmm. know, people come and people go. Of course, people move away. But uh, it's been a very sweet, unified church, uh, and folks put up with me. So that's- <laughs> <laughs> I got you. I got you. That is, that is nice. I like that, man. Good deal. And At I least pre- before this interview. Now, after this interview, it may well, be Well, yeah, over. who knows? And then this interview is, is pre-recorded and may drop in, you know, March, April, or May. And, you know, who knows what's going on by then. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Awesome, man. So first, man, I want to talk about uh, the, the, the book, Susie, um, I, it's on my list to get for my wife. I, I've heard a lot of people talk about it. Um, Marcy, which is part of the thankful homemaker. She's on my podcast mm-hmm. network. Uh, she, you know, highly recommended. Um, let's start there. Cause everybody, you know, everybody talks about, you know, the, the great Charles and, and there's so many books on him. What inspired you to come from, uh, another perspective or tell a different story? Where did that come from? Yeah, like many pastors, uh, you know, Spurgeon is uh, our hero yep. in, uh, from history. Everybody loves Spurgeon. Not everybody really knows Spurgeon, but uh, they, they tend to think they like Spurgeon anyway. <laughs> and so I've been reading uh, about Spurgeon since about 1990, I think, is when I first started. Uh, but I didn't know much about his wife. I knew what kind of most everybody knows about Susanna Spurgeon. She's married to Charles Spurgeon. Uh, <laughs> she, she was She was sick. 
mm-hmm. a lot in her life. Uh, she gave away books to poor pastors. And that's all I really knew about her. And uh, from the years 2013 to 2016, I went back to seminary to work on my doctorate. And while I was there, I had to choose a thesis subject. And I, I was asking questions. Well, I'd like to write about Spurgeon, but everybody wants to write about Spurgeon. Right. Is there any is there any angle to Spurgeon that uh, maybe hasn't been covered very much? And I was uh, focusing on biblical spirituality. And so I looked at the role of Bible intake and prayer in their marriage. And during that research time, I found no one had really written anything on Susanna Spurgeon. There's one little biography that was done in 1903. Very good. Mm-hmm. Very brief. Uh, and there's been articles and things like that, but there's there's never been a treatment on her life. And I became increasingly fascinated with a woman that was that was married to the Prince of Preachers. Uh, <laughs> who was this lady behind him? Uh, and I found out that I really believe that we don't have him the way we have him if he doesn't have her. Mm. Uh, she was just instrumental to his life and ministry. And I started digging in, doing research. And over time, I uh, after I graduated, that opened the door. Uh, God, through many providences, opened a door for me to uh, write this book for Moody Publishers. And again, the more the more research I did on this lady, the more uh, fascinated I, w- I was about her. Finding out that you know, yes, she was married to him. Yes, she was sick. She gave away books, but she gave away two hundred thousand books mm. to poor to poor pastors, mm. and she also ministered to their wives and their and their children as well. Uh, she she wrote five standalone books on her own. She was the co-editor of the massive four-volume C.H. Spurgeon autobiography that ha- that came after his death. Uh, she planted a church after his death. Wow! And she she did most of this stuff while she was an invalid, while she was uh, sick at home. Uh, seldom could travel after 1868. She'd been married 12 years. Traveled with Spurgeon a good bit prior to that. But she had surgery late 1868, 1869, never really able to travel with him again. And yet, uh, Charles encouraged her, and she had a life of faithfulness. And as a as an elderly a widow, invalid, she accomplished more than many of us accomplish <laughs> with sure. our health and our youth. <laughs> for sure, for sure. Wow, that's amazing, man. Um, and and I just I love the fact that uh, you know. I guess you went that direction because, like you said, everybody, you know, wanted to talk about Spurgeon and, you know, they want to put him on a shirt and, you know, on the mug. <laughs> and, uh, but but that, that's that's amazing. Um, and what I'm finding, um, even in podcast world, you know, um, you know, there are a lot of great women that are supporting you know, great men, a guy, you know, we, we wouldn't, and I tell anybody, I wouldn't be where I am today without my wife, you know, and I'm sure you can say mm-hmm. the same thing. I think I heard you say the same thing, <laughs> you yeah. know, so it's, it's really good to get that side, man. And um, so what, when was that book released? It was released in 2018. Okay. So uh, yeah, October of 2018. So a little over two years ago. Gotcha. Okay. Um, so yep. we'll, we'll make yeah, sure we have a link to that. It's doing really well. It's in its fourth printing. The fourth nice. printing came, came out the same day that the new book came out and yes, this, sir. it came out originally in hardback. Now it's out in paperback. Ah, so, so that's, nice. that's good. Very exciting. Uh, I had no, it, I had no <laughs> idea that this book would take off 
And but hey, you mentioned we have Charles on coffee mugs and t-shirts. We need some Susie's out there. We I'm all about Susie. it, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, yeah, don't, I'm gonna, don't I, I got me. a Spurgeon bobblehead. We need a Susie bobblehead. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, hey, man, I I do t-shirts and stuff all the time. I have some Susie out there. Don't I? I Let's think that'll change the game. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. That is awesome. And um, kind of piggybacking off of that. Uh, you mentioned the new book that just came out, um, and I love the timing of the book. It was around Valentine. I saw the whole, you know, thing with, with <laughs> Valentine and everything. So let's get into uh, tell my listeners what the new book is, and then we'll talk about kind of what inspired that piggybacking off of the the Susie book. Yeah, Charles and Susie were married to uh, for thirty six years. Uh, they they met sometime either eight, late 1853 or early 1854, uh, and they were engaged in August of 1854. So uh, within a year, mm-hmm. uh, less than a year, they're engaged, and, and they have a 36-year marriage. And this book tells the story of their marriage under uh, 10 headings, 10 themes. So it's not, uh, it's not so much chronological as is thematic. Gotcha. And we look at everything from communication, to how they shared their mission together, uh, to uh, their humor, mm-hmm. uh, how they shared humor in marriage, to their eternal vision, how they, they, they both longed to see Christ and go to heaven. And they believed that they would worship God together uh, at the throne of God, not as husband and wife, but with all the saints of glory. And they right. love one another perfectly uh, then. So it, it was just a, it's the story of their romance from the time they met uh, to how Fur- how Spurgeon really very cleverly revealed his feelings towards her, uh, he was pretty smooth uh, with that. <laughs> they they were <laughs> they were at the opening ceremony of a, of a grand reopening of a place called the Crystal Palace, which would house uh, many of the world's inventions and it displayed the progress of England and London as the world's most famous city. And Spurgeon and Susie were there with a group from the church, and she had. There's, there's no indicator that she had any idea that he had romantic feelings for her. Mm. And so they're sitting there in the group, and there's this big ceremony going by. And Spurgeon pulls out a book. He always has a book with him. Uh, he he would read six books a week. Wow. And he opened this book uh, to a section on marriage, and he said, uh, "Do you pray?" And he whispered in her ear, "Do you pray for the man who's to be your husband?" <laughs> And I don't know what it was, but she got it. She knew what he was saying. And then Spurgeon uh, then said, hey, how about taking a walk with me? Mm. And so they slipped away from the group and they went for a walk. And then she describes that evening as love is in the air. Her heart is beating. Her face is uh, red. And she's pretty excited. And she went from she didn't really like Spurgeon the first time she heard him preach. Mm. I mean, he's he's a country boy like me, mm-hmm. and she's a cultured, refined city girl. Gotcha. And she didn't she didn't care much for him, but now uh, she's all excited. Just a few months later, and a couple months after that, he says, "Will you, will you marry me?" Mm. Uh, and she is all thrilled with that. And so their engagement begins in August of eighteen fifty four. And they're married in January of 1856. And during that time, Spurgeon baptizes her as well. Wow. She is, is a believer, but had not been baptized, was not a member of that church. And so Spurgeon had the privilege of baptizing his fiance. Wow. As well. So, yeah, this tells the story of their marriage, their, how they communicated, how they dealt with suffering, uh, and how they died. 
mm-hmm. all the way. Yeah, mm. that's amazing, man. Uh, amazing story. I'm sure. Like I, I'm ready to to check it out myself. I'm sure it's uh it's it's just good to to kind of put a human side, you know, uh, to to the great Charles Spurgeon. You know, like you know, a lot of people think, like you said, the Prince of Preachers and everything, but to hear, like you said, the sense of humor, the way that he dealt with her, you know, because you, you don't hear about the sense of humor side and, you know, the, little, the smooth operator side of him, you know. <laughs> Spurgeon had some moves, man. I like it. I like him even more now. <laughs> yeah, he, he did. And he was so open about mm. the way he felt about her. Mm-hmm. He, he, he didn't mind. He was unashamed of telling folks he loved Susie and he wrote her these beautiful love letters. And some of them were funny and and some of them make you blush. I mean, he was, he's really talking, he's talking to his girl. <laughs> and uh, so she delighted in that. He nice. was just unashamed. He wrote her a love letter on a postcard when the postcards first came out. And one of the things that excited him about that was that post folks, uh, folks at the post office, <laughs> they'd be able to read his letter if they wanted to, and it would describe his love for Susie. So he was a real down-to-earth guy. Wow. Uh, he loved his wife. You know, they had two children. He loved regular people. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, he was called the People's Preacher. That was another title nice. for him. But I put, I put a new title on him in the book, Spurgeon the Great Lover. Mm. And he was that. He was a real lover of one woman, one woman only. Wow. Uh, and, a be- and a beautiful lover at that. So, nice. Yeah. I'm going to say Spurgeon, the smooth operator. <laughs> there you go. Well, there's your another T-shirt. There you go. <laughs> that's amazing. That's amazing, man. No, that's that's really good. Um, man, I don't even want to, I don't even want to cap that, man. That was beautiful just the way you laid that out. And, and got, I know my listeners are excited about it and, and going to pick it up. So we want to make sure we have that in the show notes. So right here, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hi, this is John Rayner, host of The Pregame Proverb, a daily devotional each morning that goes through Solomon's writings. And right now, we're working through a verse-by-verse exposition of Ecclesiastes. If you'd like to sign up for these two-minute brief devotionals, hit that subscribe button on Apple Podcasts or wherever you stream your podcasts from. The Pregame Proverb, a biblical way to start the day. Proud partners of The Bar, the biblical and reformed podcast network. All right, we're back in here with my new friend, Ray. And man, uh, I know you wasn't trying to sell the book, but man, you got me excited about the book, ready to <laughs> to dive in. So we're definitely going to, uh, again, have the link in the show notes so you guys can can buy it, check it out. And uh, fellas, uh, you know, make sure we read it and take notes from the Mr. Smooth Operator himself, uh, Mr. Spurgeon. Um, so right here, Ray, man, this is the, the back half of the show. And these are my bar signature questions. These are the questions I ask all of my guests, no matter who it is. Uh, so the first signature bar question is, what kind of music do you listen to? 
I'm pretty eclectic. Uh, uh, I tell you, uh, I love Nora Jones. Uh, she's sort of pop jazz. You know, mm-hmm. Nora. Uh, she's one of one of my favorites. I was listening to James Taylor this morning. Nice. Uh, <laughs> uh, or, I mean, I go back to Taylor and Carol King, and mm-hmm. uh, uh, and I mean, it's just all over the map. I listen okay. to a lot of different kinds of music: country music, pop music, jazz. Uh, uh, instrumental. Mm-hmm. I like old jazz too, like the old days. Okay, uh, Ella Fitzgerald yeah. jazz and, <laughs> and good stuff. Yeah, uh, I'd say Nora Jones is one of my favorite musicians nice. and singers. Okay, yeah. very good, very good. Next signature bar question is: What book or books are you currently reading? Yeah, I am reading a, uh, as many people a, a, a bunch of books at one time. I'm mm-hmm. reading a, a Packer's book on. Richard Baxter and his wife, Margaret, and really a take on how Baxter preached his wife's sermon. It's a book on grief uh, and suffering and gives a biography of, of her. I'm reading a book about uh, British literature and, and biography. Uh, I'm reading a, some, a book about Charles Dickens mm. uh, as well. Uh, and that, along with my, you know, sermon prep and, right. and other other things related <laughs> to that, I'm preaching. I'm preaching through Second Corinthians at church. Mm-hmm. So I, I go through books of the Bible verse by verse. I'm always reading in relation to that, also. But those are a few. I didn't even give you the titles because I'm, I'm reading the books. I don't even know the titles. Sure, <laughs> they're just all open, all over the place. Just pick them up. I get it. I get it. Good deal. All right. Last signature bar question is: What podcasts or sermons do you listen to, if any? Yeah, I like to listen to uh, sermons and and sometimes podcasts when I'm out jogging. Mm-hmm. Uh, this morning, I was listening to a, a pastor by the name of Jeff Thomas. He's a Reformed pastor, and I believe he's in Wales. I listen to uh, Alistair Begg sometime. I listen to MacArthur. I listen to uh, Piper, uh, uh, Martin Lloyd-Jones. One of the great things, and we can listen to these guys who have been dead for a long time, like Martin Lloyd-Jones. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I listened. To, also listened to the briefing this morning. I listened to Dr. Moeller uh, every once in a while, also as well. Uh, so yeah, just to, and of course, and I'll, I'll be listening to you guys all the time. I'll be going back into your archives. <laughs> nice, nice. We, we 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 really appreciate that. That's for sure. That's for sure. So Ray, man, first man, I want to thank you again for coming on my show. Uh, just definitely pleasure to meet you virtually. And uh, and have you on to talk about your books. Really enjoyed it. Um, I always like to kind of end the show. I give you an opportunity to uh, speak to the listeners. You know, anything you want to share, words of encouragement or anything you want to share, you have the floor to do that right here. Well, thank you. Thank you. Uh, well, you know, the, the central, uh, the center of Spurgeon's life was Jesus Christ. And uh, he said that he said, Jesus is, his, is the son. Everything else revolves around the son. And that's what I want my ministry to be, my marriage to be like, and and that's what I know you want, brother, and that's what your listeners need, is that it's about Christ. You read any Spurgeon sermon, any Spurgeon book, it always gets to the gospel in a hurry and the beauty and glory of Jesus Christ. So that's what I would encourage uh, our our listeners today. Uh, Make it all about Jesus. Uh, If you don't know Christ, turn in from your sins. Look to Jesus, place your faith in him. If you do know him, center your life along uh, Christ. And it's because Charles and Susie love Jesus supremely that they could love one another so well. Mm-hmm. Amen, brother. Yes, sir. That's good stuff. 
Again, thank you again, sir. Uh, again, this, this has been fun, and I really appreciate it. To the bar listeners, appreciate you guys tuning in to the Bar Podcast, your favorite podcast every Tuesday. Making sure you go to thebarpodcast.com to find us and listen to all the episodes. Also, if you want some bar gear, go to thebargear.com. And to listen to all the podcasts in the podcast network, go to thebar.network. And until next time, you guys, God bless, and we are out. Out.